1: Hi, everyone. Judge Andrew Napolitano here for Judging Freedom. Today is Thursday, October 26th, 2023. It's almost October 27th, where Professor Jeffrey Sachs is at the moment in Rome, Italy. Professor Sachs, always a pleasure. I I know how busy your schedule is, and you come to us literally from all parts of the globe. Thank you very much for returning to the show. Of course, of of course. Personal appreciation from me and the mass appreciation uh, from our viewers. Um, how, uh, provocative is the presence of an American aircraft carrier and 10 support ships in the Eastern Mediterranean with 2000 Marines aboard, uh, and another American aircraft carrier and 10 support ships in the Red Sea?
0: Well, uh, if, if this, uh, bombing uh, and uh, shelling uh, and perhaps uh, a a real ground invasion of uh, Gaza takes place, of course, it's uh, going to be completely uh, inflammatory uh, because the world's uh, not calm right now. uh, And uh, every day that uh, the pictures coming out of Gaza are as horrendous and tragic as they are. Uh, the emotions uh, are running very, very high uh, around the world, especially around the neighborhood uh, of uh, Israel and Palestine. And we know that uh, American troops are already under fire uh, and um, there will be more of that. So this is an extraordinarily dangerous time. And what we need to be doing is uh, working diplomatically to stop the fighting, not to let the fighting run its course. Do you uh, know
1: uh, from your own sources, which are extraordinary, if we are attempting diplomatically uh, to stop the fighting? Because if the answer to that is yes and yes, yes, you know, and yes, we are, One would think that the presence of American troops, and we know that special ops have been on the ground and have taken fire, we don't know if there are injuries in Gaza, I would think would be contrary to the uh, diplomatic efforts, if any, being made by the US. So let's back up, my question's too long. Are we engaged in, in diplomatic efforts to lessen the tensions, to dial back the Israeli response?
0: Not that I know of, but I don't know. What I do know firsthand is how much diplomatic effort is underway by other governments, at least. Uh, I'm I'm in Rome today, but I was in New York yesterday and I was uh, a- around the UN and have been meeting with the ambassadors to the UN. And there is a, a tremendous amount of discussion underway, but I was not... Uh, in discussion or even hearing about discussions uh, about American uh, diplomats, but uh, rather other members of the UN Security Council and uh, more generally uh, other countries around the world. You know, one region after another, one country after another is making statements. Basically, the statements are calling for an end to uh, the mass civilian deaths uh, and siege of. Gaza. And uh, I don't see how it can be any other way, frankly, uh, because uh, we're witnessing uh, a a tremendous uh, amount of misery and suffering going on. And it's very clear that it is uh, against uh, human standards and against international law.
1: How concerned are you uh, about uh, Turkey, Iran, Lebanon, even Russia, getting involved to tamp this down somehow?
0: Well, I, I don't think that uh, any of them would try to inflame this further. Uh, Iran is a, a particular case because of uh, the the ongoing uh, absolute ill will between Iran Uh, and the United States and, of course, Iran-Israel and Iran's backing of Hamas. So Iran, I'll put in a separate category from the other countries that you uh, mentioned. But for the others, I find it uh, impossible to believe that Russia or Turkey or other countries in the neighborhood would want anything other than to uh, get this uh, under control rather than to explode. Of course, they're worried. Uh, they're worried that one way or another, one side is going to start shooting at the other side, uh, inadvertently or inadvertently. So there's a lot of fear uh, that uh, things can get out of hand. And of course, uh, the United States and, and Russia effectively are at war in Ukraine. Uh, not U.S. boots on the ground, but the U.S. doing everything but that, providing uh, intelligence and weaponry uh, to uh, the fighting in Ukraine. So the tensions are uh, already at a limit, and we don't want them to take another step beyond that.
1: What is the goal of the um, president, President Biden, in sending 2,000 Marines offshore, all these uh, ships, 20 of them, offshore? and special uh, ops on the ground. What, what, what does he hope to accomplish by that? And does he not fear that that will cause an escalation? Perhaps even the ships are sitting
0: ducks to these modern drones that all these countries have. You know, I, I'm not a, a military expert at all. Uh, so I can't say what their mission is. Uh, And certainly, uh, the president and his team have uh, not told the American people clearly. But I think uh, there is obviously, as part of this, a strong political message. The president has at every moment um, uh, expressed uh, his uh, full uh, and uh, essentially uh, unlimited uh, support for Israel. Uh, The Israeli government uh, has told us uh, what it's going to do. It uh, is going to attack Gaza uh, and uh, destroy Hamas. And uh, if civilians get in the way, which inevitably it's not just getting in the way, this is a civilian population uh, of uh, millions of people. Well, that's just how it's going to be is Mm. what we've been told. And this is an untenable approach. It's completely an untenable approach. It's a a huge mistake by Israel, I'm afraid to say, uh, because uh, every day that this goes on, and I didn't see myself the pictures today because I was flying uh, in the airplane and I have not caught up with the last hours of news, but every day that I do watch as the world watches uh, what's happening, uh, the tensions uh, and uh, demands for uh, uh, some kind of uh, military or terrorist or other response uh, by others will increase. And so this can easily be the trigger to uh, utter disaster. And do, do President use. Biden's job, his job, is to uh, wind this uh, down, not to uh, play politics. And uh, by playing politics, it may sound a little crass of me, but the normal U.S. political stance is to say uh, complete 100 percent backing of Israel. That is the convenient political stance. Indeed, it's fair to say if President Biden says anything other than that, he will be attacked in the U.S. political scene, not by American public opinion, by the way, but by The uh, political class in Washington. So he's taking the normal stance, let me say, but it's not the safe and prudent stance. Uh, Of course, we don't know all that is happening behind the scenes, but from what I can gather, Israel is acting uh, as if uh, it does not face. Uh, constraints either from the U.S., which is its uh, backer uh, and provider of uh, weapons uh, and armaments and military and financial capacity, nor does it properly understand world opinion, because the the, the Israeli position as the normal stance is, we stand on our own. We don't need to abide by world opinion. And one can understand that kind of toughness, but I would say it is wildly misjudged at this moment if that is the approach that's going to uh, be uh, be taken.
1: I understand uh, the toughness. I think I also understand the precarious uh, political state that the Prime Minister Netanyahu is in, or was in, I guess he still is in, Um, was in before this attack, Hamas attack. But does not the government of Israel abide normal Judeo-Christian morality? Does not the government of Israel condemn the concept of collective punishment? Does not the government of Israel feel bound by international legal standards to which they have subscribed in writing?
0: I would guess that the answer is uh, no right now uh, to the way that they would view this situation. Again, uh, I think we can just go by what is being said by uh, officials in uh, Israel. And what is being said is uh, we have uh, full uh, intention and full rights to take whatever action is uh, needed to root out and destroy Hamas. And uh, it is absolutely evident to anyone watching this that that is tantamount to the mass destruction of civilian populations uh, in Gaza and perhaps uh, also because of protests and uh, uh, and. Uh, uprisings, perhaps uh, with more violence in the West Bank also. So their view is very explicit, which is, no, we don't have to abide by anything other than our definition of our self-defense. And they view the international uh, community and the United Nations as uh, overtly hostile. I think Mm. that this is uh, absolutely wrong. The call by the Israeli foreign minister for uh, the secretary general uh, to uh, resign because the secretary general uh, spoke uh, straightforwardly and correctly and uh, very uh, forthrightly about the uh, need for restraint uh, and for the need for a broader political settlement of the underlying issues involved here. Uh, Israel's response uh, to attack the secretary general is also standard for Mm. Israel. Uh, The view that everybody is against us, but that's okay. We will do our thing. It's predicated on the view that, uh, well, Ultimately, the U.S. has our back and ultimately we can defend ourselves. We're a nuclear power and so forth. Not that they're raising that, but the implication, the political class, especially this government, which is the most. Ah.
1: The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe.
0: Israel's history, is uh, we will do what we believe is necessary for our survival, and public opinion is going to be hostile, and we're going to ignore that. And uh, this, I believe, is a grave mistake, a huge mistake of Israel. I think it's always a mistake of any country to say, we don't care what the rest of the world thinks. We know what's right. The U.S. has done that on many occasions, and it is doing that exactly now. And the consequences are usually awful, because uh, when the U.S. has faced opposition, like Israel now faces in the international community, for example, when the when the U.S. faced heated opposition to uh, the proposed uh, attack on Saddam Hussein in two thousand three, and Security Council said this is a very bad idea, and the U.S. said, Well, you're just against us, we're going to do what we need to do. It turned out we were getting sound advice from the others, we were actually being warned in a constructive way what you are about to do will be very bad for you, the United States. And that wasn't by enemies, that was actually a straightforward warning. And what Israel is hearing right now is also a straightforward warning that there are limits to what can be done. Even tough problems need to be addressed diplomatically. Uh, Even uh, these uh, horrendous crimes that us committed are not a license for uh, massive killings of civilians and that no matter what uh, these horrific uh, terrorist attacks were, there is an underlying political crisis that also needs to be resolved. And this is a very, very basic and important point for, uh, I think, everyone to acknowledge. And it's the same in Ukraine, and it's the same in Israel-Palestine. And that is that the violence that we're seeing has underlying political causes that need to be addressed through diplomacy and that cannot be solved on the battlefield. And the United States has been very bad at picking up this basic point and Israel is absolutely refusing to hear this point right now. After all, once again, we have a, a serious problem in addition to all the other problems, which is that the government in place in Israel is dead set against the political solution that the rest of the world believes is necessary and that has been supported time and again by the United Nations, and that is for a Palestinian state living side by side with Israel. And the Israeli government, this one, simply cannot brook that, and that was true even before October 7, and it's true till this moment, And that means that Israel is on a path that is in a direct collision with the rest of the world, even with the United States policy in this regard. Here's um, President Biden
1: on the two-state solution yesterday.
0: Israelis and Palestinians equally deserve to live side by side in safety, dignity, and peace there's no going back to the status quo as it stood on October the 6th. That means ensuring Hamas can no longer terrorize Israel and use Palestinian civilians as human shields. It also means that when this crisis is over, there has to be a vision of what comes next.
1: And in our view, it has to be a two-state solution. He said that to Prime Minister Netanyahu last week.
0: I I presume that he did, but we have not heard that from uh, the Prime Minister of Israel, and we won't hear it from uh, this Prime Minister. And uh, what President Biden said is actually in line with the world opinion and is a key if the United States uh, would choose to exercise uh, diplomacy uh, to ending this conflict, because if this... uh, crisis is put in a political context with uh, this end goal being uh, the accepted end goal it would be possible in my opinion to have uh, unanimity of the world's nations putting aside israel for the moment which uh, this government would object but it would be possible to have unanimity essentially of the rest of the world to say we will support and help uh, the uh, security of Israel, the end of Hamas as uh, any kind of military threat, uh, but in the context of moving to a political solution. So what President Biden said in that clip is constructive. But if the idea is, well, that's our view, and now Israel is going to make a ground invasion of Gaza, it's not going to work uh, perhaps the way uh, that the U.S. Uh, leaders uh, expect. It's uh, certainly not going to work if that
1: US, if that ground invasion has U.S. ground troops participating in it.
0: Well, then uh, we'll have World War III. This is uh, yes. absolutely true because if the U.S. is actively involved militarily, We will have an explosion in the Middle East, and that will not be contained to the Middle East right? because uh, the Middle East has its own allies and global interests. And this is a region whose centrality in global affairs uh, and in uh, the world uh, energy markets is such that a conflict, uh, a hot conflict involving U.S. troops on the ground, if if it came to that, would not be contained uh, easily, uh, perhaps not at all uh, to the region. As if
1: to make this even more uh, tenuous, here's uh, President Erdogan uh, of Turkey yesterday addressing the uh, Turkish parliament in, in a rather uh, strong and even bellicose way uh, you'll be amazed at some of the language. It's in Turkish, so I will read the um, uh, the subtitles so that everybody uh, who's listening can hear it and understand it. Israel's attacks on Gaza, both in terms of those who carry them out and in terms of those who support them, are a situation that signify both murderousness and mental illness. We have no problem with the Israeli state, but I have never approved and will never approve of its cruelty in carrying this out. It's acting like an organization instead of a state. In this picture, the tears that Western powers shed for Israel while turning a blind eye to the cruelty in Gaza is nothing but the biggest example of fraud. Hamas is not a terrorist organization, but a liberation group, a group of Mujahideen that is fighting to protect its soil and its citizens. First of all, all sides need to take their hands off the trigger, and a ceasefire needs to be declared at once. Both Israel's attacks on Gaza and other areas need to stop, as well as the missiles fired on Israeli soil. Direct or indirect talks for the release of the hostages need to begin, and this issue needs to reach a conclusion rapidly. The Rafah border gate certainly needs to be kept open continuously for humanitarian aid. For the war not to spread, all actors need to act responsibly and forces outside the region need to stop carrying fuel to the fire under the guise of solidarity with Israel. I call on all other countries that have wisdom and a conscience to put pressure on Netanyahu's government for the Israeli state to return to common sense. I would like to remind of the need to not continue these developments with an understanding of the cross against the crescent. Standing
0: ovation. Well, uh, you know... How do you
1: unpack that?
0: Let me try in the following way. Uh, if we focus uh, not on uh, some of uh, the uh, rhetoric around it, but on the specific action points that uh, President Erdogan is calling for, there—just the action points—take uh, uh, the uh, hands off uh, uh, the the uh, or take the fingers off the, the trigger, back mm-hmm. off ceasefire stop the attacks on israel stop the attacks on gaza let humanitarian relief in this is something that i believe would have the assent of nearly every country in the world uh, and as a practical matter that to my mind is an extremely important point because uh, rhetoric is is one thing uh, rhetoric uh, can also be calmed by direct diplomacy. This is why talking with each other is so important. The actions, if they can ab- be agreed as a practical matter, can stop the spiral into disaster. And what President Erdogan was calling for in practical terms, to my mind, is is right. Now, there are many other things that need to right. be discussed around that. But I was speaking with many members of the UN Security Council in recent days. And I would say that that is uh, by far the dominant opinion. Uh, And the United States uh, opposed uh, essentially resolutions to that effect in recent days. Uh, They said, and this is uh, inexplicable to me that a ceasefire is just a benefit for Hamas. This is this is false uh, and uh, this is a wrong thinking, uh, but it, it is a uh, thinking that uh, has very, very little support around the world. The uh, view that has support around the world is the practical part of what President Erdogan said stop the fighting, stop the attacks on Israel, stop the attacks on Gaza, allow humanitarian relief. Then there's a then, 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 and then. Right. Uh, right and right. Uh, to my mind, uh, the first then is to protect Israel from further attack, uh, to disarm Hamas, uh, and to move to a political settlement. And I believe that all of those are possible. And by political settlement, I mean what President Biden said, which is a two-state solution, long promised, long committed by the UN Security Council and by the United Nations General Assembly, long delayed, in my opinion, by uh, profoundly flawed and uh, sometimes deliberately uh undermined um negotiations if we could call them that which haven't taken place for many years but i think there is a path out of this and the path out of this actually is through global diplomacy and i keep uh believing and i don't think i'm naive in this that if the united states uh, follows through tactically on the strategic idea that we heard President Biden say in that clip, which is to move to a political settlement. And if it agrees with other countries, there's no great power divide on this. This is not a China versus U.S. issue or a Russia versus U.S. Now, that's extraordinary because most issues are, but this one actually is not. This one, it is absolutely possible to get a 15 to nothing vote in the UN Security Council for the steps needed to prevent this from spiraling to a regional and perhaps global war. You're, and you're, you're in
1: Rome, so I'll use a Latin phrase. This is Israel contra mundum. This is Israel against the world. The whole rest of the world would want that two state solution.
0: Well, tomorrow there will be a prayer vigil in St. Peter's Square, which I will attend. Uh, Uh, 6 p.m. on Friday that uh, Pope Francis uh, has called for. uh, And I believe that it reflects uh, the spirit of the whole world uh, to uh, pray for peace. Uh, And um, now that the job of diplomats is to act for peace. The job of an American president, I learned a long time ago, and I've been saying it for decades, is to put the foot on the brake on war. Because the war machines are always revving. And President Biden needs to understand that his job right now is not domestic politics. His job right now is to stop this from spreading to disaster. That's his job description. And if he doesn't understand that this could turn into world war, God help us, because he needs to understand this. This is no joke. This is uh, this isn't uh, just mild provocations. This is a world on edge right now, and you know we had uh, we, we had uh, one, one flurry of bullets that started World War One, uh, and at that time uh, there weren't uh, instant uh, camera feeds uh, being seen around the world to inflame the situation, but it was still enough. Uh, that uh, the assassination of uh, the archduke of the Habsburg empire and his wife was enough to trigger an avalanche of disaster. And we're in that situation right now. And the president of the United States, he said properly what he said yesterday about the political environment. And so kudos for that, but get in there and have diplomacy with China, which has called for, a peaceful resolution, have diplomacy with Russia, which gave a very responsible Security Council resolution for a ceasefire and for pulling back from the brink. Listen to President Erdogan not the way you might want to uh, it, as in inflammatory rhetoric, but actually what he said about what to do right now. I mean, what uh, when I say you, I mean, what is the United States, Uh And President Erdogan, by the way, is giving very, very good advice on that. And my discussions with the diplomats uh, around the world in the last two days is that uh, this would give uh, worldwide assent. Israel might not want to hear it, but this would be good advice to a country that is... uh, grieving and feeling uh, profoundly at threat, uh, what the world would say is, you don't have to fear for your survival, but you have to back off from doing something incredibly destructive and self-destructive. And this is what Israel needs to hear and what Israel needs to be told. Professor Jeffrey Sachs, thank
1: you very much. Uh, My dear friend, thank you for coming on with us at what is a very, very late hour for you. You woke up this morning in New York. You're going to bed tonight in Rome. Uh, Very much appreciated. We'll see you when you get back to the States. Wonderful.
0: We'll do that. Talk to you soon. Thank you.
1: Uh, Scott Ritter at uh, 4.30 Eastern this afternoon coming up. Judge Napolitano for Judging Freedom.